Welcome to Weight Loss by the River. Today's episode is one of my favorites ever, despite a personal malfunction that meant we only captured the first third of the interview. I know it sucks. For the record, uh, a personal malfunction is like a technical malfunction, except it was my fault. The new record is blameless. Uh, I'm just on a bit of an adventure learning how to get a good recording. Our previous recording setup moved on with the change of ownership at Sun Velvet Morning, but uh, thanks to whoever the patron saints of podcasting are, uh, Mark Marin or maybe the Ah oh, Yeah Dude guys, the new owners are fantastic. Pat and Jez, thanks heaps for having us. They're really keen on the show. They're forever suggesting future guests who are stellar musicians and just happen to be their friends. It's it, The future is looking bright. Speaking of which... Let's get on with our personal futures and listen to the first third of one of the best interviewing experiences I've ever had, Al Parkinson. I feel like we immediately hit it off, which in Australia can sound a bit like giving each other a really hard time. Uh, there'll be links to all her material on her Facebook page, and if you're in Melbourne, I highly recommend getting to one of her gigs. I can't wait to get her back on the show to see what's sprouted from the ashes of all that awesome material that we burned. On with the show. Yes, good. We're both. I'll go guttural as well, and it'll it'll work well. Okay. You don't sound guttural. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to phase you out. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Wait Long by the River, the show where we firmly believe that if we just asked a few more questions of a few more people before, then maybe the planet wouldn't be about to strike like a match and just burn us all where we stand any day now. I feel like we're rocketing towards some sort of apocalypse. So it's all the more important to talk to lovely people. Like tonight's guest, uh, she's not only a music maker but lives music. She walks it and talks it and breathes it and uh, I imagine writes secret little love letters to it in a diary that she keeps under her bed. Every day. Yeah, I'd say in a ukulele case, but is a ukulele case too small to hold a diary? (laughs) That question and more will be answered in the upcoming (laughs) show with tonight's guest, Al Parkinson. Thanks, guys. Thanks, James. Welcome. Thank you. Um, can you guys hear that buzz? Yeah. Do you reckon it's going to... Is it coming through? Is it from me? Mm. It's, it might just be the speaker. It's right. The beauty of podcasts is we can edit all this stuff out, but then that means that sometimes I forget that there's actual real people in the world listening, so, <laughs> and that I can't just make an idiot of myself. Al, it's so good to have you here. Thanks so much for having me, James. <laughs> you've, um, you've had a really busy week by the sounds of it. Have you just got back from Big Sound? Yes, yep. Well, I got back on, I actually got back on Saturday. It's now Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Did you just, have you just been in recovery position? That um, whole, that pretty much, yeah. Yep. The whole time, shaking. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you can tell by my voice. Mm. Um, but yeah, having a, having a bit of trouble recovering. But it was amazing. It was really fun. Yeah, how did you, did you, did, with someone, did you just pick it up somewhere along the line? How did I get sick? Yeah. Well, see, there are a couple of things that could have happened, James. Yeah, the first is that, A, I was at Big Sound and mm-hmm. I, got, uh, I got drunk every night. Yeah, that's and, fair. Uh, it's a real party. every day, stayed out until 5.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then there is, you know, another, I don't know, someone came up with this idea that it had something to do with me making out with someone who was really sick. Just in a possible universe, that, that's a potential... 
that Look, might have I happened. I mean, it was big sound, so I don't remember much. So that yeah, definitely, definitely could have happened. Yeah, cool. Okay. Well, look, we'll leave that in the unsubstantiated rumor bin for now, mm -hmm. and um, and maybe somebody can write in and, and tell us yeah. how, they, how they feel about being so quickly forgotten. Oh, um, soz. Yeah. <laughs> you also you also recently tweeted about getting locked in the botanical gardens. Did that really happen? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Definitely happened. So it was um, it was actually it was hilarious, um, and a little bit scary, but really cool. Um, and I, I definitely um, suggest that everyone tries it at some point. Um, but yeah, it was Father's Day and um, it's okay, my whole family didn't get stuck in there. Um, but uh, yeah, I was at the Botanical Gardens, we were having a great day and then a friend of mine came and met me after my family had gone and so we were just, you know, having beers and we didn't realise that the Botanical Gardens close at, sun at sunset. Mm, so you had all your nice candles lit and it was all romantic and... Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. Yeah. Wow. With all the ducks and everything just quacking around. The eels. God, they're disgusting. Few things more romantic than an eel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly the way that they yeah. just sliver around. Oh, actually, we were totally charmed by an eel that we met at Wilson's prom. We were down hiking. <laughs> totally and we were watching, charmed. Yeah, we, were watching, well, we were watching stuff in the river and this little guy came up and he was just like, hey, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you washing? Is that a bowl? That's a nice looking bowl. Like, he was just couldn't wait to hang out and he obviously he looked really happy right Aww, back me up it was, a, oh, good. it was so adorable the, one that the botanical gardens are more like look bitch do you have any bread if not i'm getting out of here <laughs> yeah. you know? don't waste my time there's yeah, yeah. plenty of other picnickers down on the yeah, tan yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. um but yeah so um it got to the point where the sun was down and then the security guy came past in his car and he's like hey guys time to go closed and we're like okay yeah no worries yeah and so we stayed for another 15 minutes of course just and stick then, it to the man yeah but then it was dark and there are hardly any lights in the botanical gardens right because mm -hmm. no one's meant to be there except ducks who exactly. have great night vision yeah that's right yeah um so we uh we went to one gate that wasn't open and we couldn't climb over it and we went to another and then it said if locked in call this number and so we called the person and she was like, oh, so you need to go to gate O? <laughs> and we're thinking, oh, we don't have a fucking map. Like, yeah. where is gate O? And tell me that you're not standing at gate A at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so it was kind of fun, though, you know, yeah. like kind of army rolling around and trying yeah, to... Yeah, sneaking from bush to bush. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then we both needed to pee. So it was that awkward, like, do you need a wee? Yeah, I do. Okay, you go behind that tree over there and I'm going to go behind this tree. And, um, and It's not a convivial, you know, hangout, <laughs> hangout kind of micturation thing? No, look, no, I don't think we're really at that point yet. No, fair but, enough. But, you know, once, once you go through that with someone, I think it, you know, yeah. well, once you get locked in the botanical gardens with someone, it's... Anyway, we found yeah. gate O eventually. Congratulations. We got out. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a, a warning tale for anybody else who ever goes there gate in the second o. half of the day. Yeah. Well, actually, no. I want them to do it on purpose. Sounds like fun. Yeah. We should have a gig there. Because you put on crazy secret location hidden gigs, right? I'm yeah. not going to give away the location, but it might be the Botanical Gardens. Um, but yeah, I think do you get to choose? What, can you tell us about that? Because I'm yeah. really interested, but I've never been. Sure. Um, so I am... So, so Far Sounds is the gig. Mm -hmm. and Like Sofa with an R. Yes. Yeah, cool. Yep. Sofa with an R. Yeah. Um, and it happens once a month. So it happens in, um, I think, over 50 or 60 cities around the world. Um, and they're secret shows, so no one finds out who's playing until they get there. And they don't find out where it is until the day before. 
So it's it works off a mailing list. So you basically you have to go onto SoFar Sounds and sign up, and then once a month you get an email with all of the different dates around the world. So mm-hmm. if people are travelling, it's a really amazing way to meet people as well. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I um, think I stuffed up because I keep getting emails from the Madrid gigs. Oh yeah. Yeah, I might have just. The wrong I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they look like. But I yeah, I heard the Madrid shows are really amazing though. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, yeah, so so far sounds it's um it's really, really beautiful. It's generally completely acoustic. Mm-hmm. That's um yeah, I I really like seeing completely acoustic gigs, um, mm-hmm. as well as playing them. But yeah, and it just completely changes the dynamic of um of an artist and the audience as well. You know? It really does. Mm. There's a great like I came down from Canberra and there's a great scene in Canberra for like there's a band called Hashimoto who refused to play plugged in at all but they have an upright piano as part of their outfit wow. so they they grab put it in a van for every gig and yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> for those of you at home i wish you could see that facial expression that just elicited that was really fantastic <laughs> just it's extraordinarily heavy and they jam it in the van and they strap it in with some straps and then he puts his two kids in the seats right next to it so you see them rocketing along the highway with this piano going and the two kids peacefully reading books behind it and you just think yeah that's going to be front page of the news uh, one day yeah. yeah hopefully in a good way yeah well i wish they would be because they're a ridiculously good band but they find it hard to record because obviously they don't sing into microphones so yeah yeah but you know th- we, there are gigs casually carry a grand piano around oh just an upright Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but no. even still, those things are fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, I got one in my house. I tried to move it the other day because the cat knocked all of my books and music and my phone behind it. And in the end, I just gave up and, and crawled behind with like a stick and awkwardly <laughs> yeah. scraped. I don't want to make an image for you. I was covered in dust. The cat was trying. It was horrible. Mm. Yeah. I'm lucky the cat didn't get out in the back. No, she's good. She's, oh. yeah, she, she can't play, unfortunately. I've been trying <laughs> to see her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you are you do you run that? Here? Yeah, yeah. So I Ooh. run I run that in Melbourne, but it's a volunteer based thing. So we have a lot of volunteers that work with us. Um, so we film it and we record it, um, and yeah, we've just got amazing people involved. Like anyone who's on the door ever, photographers. Um, yeah, it's 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 really really fun, and the the spaces that we have it in is. They're just beautiful all the time. Generally, we have them in houses, mm-hmm. people's households. Um, and everyone, I've, I've actually found this. We had, it in a, we had it in a cafe a couple of months ago and we had it in a scout hall as well a couple of months ago. Ah, I know that scout hall. You know that scout hall. Mm-hmm. That's um, apparently totally changed vibes since we played that show there. Is that right? Yeah, I was just talking to the guy who used to live there and he mm-hmm. said it's been taken over by, and I kid you not, Satanists. And they've decked, they slowly but surely decorated the walls on either side of the stage. This is an old repurposed scout hall that a friend of ours was living in, and there were some great shows there. Um, the first time I saw Al play live was there. And uh, yeah, the guys who, one of the guys who lived there's a Satanist, and he covered the walls in Satanist propaganda and like horrible pictures and stuff. And then they started playing really full on, like nasty gigs. Um, and it just went way out. And so, you know, oh mutual God. friend moved out because he was like, wow, this is intense. I've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know it is, and I'm sure they're very welcoming of um, innocent victims or whatever. <laughs> like, just whoever wanders in of an evening. I heard there's something interesting happening here. Yes. yes. <laughs> one, and a, one and a half hours later, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. put on a spit or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's well, pretty that's intense. a shame. It is. But I'm but kind of intrigued. I wouldn't mind going and checking it out. It's like jails. 
You know? So far sounds next episode, Ravenhall. You know the new prison they're building is called Ravenhall Prison? Ravenhall. Oh, I that love that. It sounds like Harry Potter or something. <laughs> it really does. You know? Yeah, there's hard, hopefully there's no Dementors. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so... I don't really is know it Harry Potter, so that just went straight over my head. Oh, that's cool. I can edit it out. Oh, okay. some pe- some, no, because some people at home will be like, oh, my God, finally the Harry Potter podcast I've been craving. But, yeah. <laughs> well, leave um, it in. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I don't know Harry Potter that well, though. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where people are like, oh, you know Harry Potter. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, look, you can't be on top of every pop culture thing ever. It's like, mm. I haven't seen all three Speed films, and I'm sure there's some... <laughs> no, but I'm sure there's some people who would have the same attitude towards that have as they would towards... Have you seen all the three men in black? That's... No, I didn't see the third one. Mate. Okay, so <laughs> the, first one, the first one is the best one, right? Yeah, so obviously. Second the one? tiny, tiny gun that, that, with the recoil and the dog and the, this guy who's just, just roaching the inside. Wilson. Everything about it is good. Yeah. The second one is really bad. Yeah, that what happens... That was the one where the pug got all the fame. Oh, yeah, of course. So, the, so like Star Wars reboot, they fell back on a really weak, lovable, mm. pointless character. Mm. Didn't have a plot. Yeah, nice. Did, the was there somebody's one, backstory? Was it like the history behind Tommy Lee Jones, whatever? Yeah, I think he lost <sighs> his... Oh, no, no, sorry, actually, that's the third one. Ooh, that's going to be hard. Anyway, but yeah. Jermaine from um, Flight of the Concords. Who doesn't necessarily make everything he's ever in good just by being who he is. Let's just put that out there. He's awesome, but you can't just, you can't just put that on the table like it's the ace. No, but he's very good at yeah. playing the villain. Ooh, I can't imagine him as a villain. He's incredible. Like, I, it, I mean, someone... I didn't get it at first, but then he started laughing in a really stupid way. Like, his whole mouth was like... Yeah, nice. Like that. And I, of course, knew it was him immediately. You know anyway, what you're going to see that again is that Satanist scout hall. <laughs> <laughs> when you rock in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you guys... Are you guys open for business? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's intense. Also open for business, t- not a coincidence that that's Tony Abbott's slogan. That's a bit of a political joke there. Sorry. I liked it. Yeah, good. Yeah, well done. Tie-in. Yeah. Can keep that one in. Yeah, thank you. Um, do you ever have trouble finding venues to do this, to do so far? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> no, like, well, no, we don't have, we don't necessarily have trouble. Um, it's, if people don't know what it is, then it's, kind of hard to explain to them that it's not a party because mm. the whole audience is so attentive like you can actually hear a pin drop at any point um i love that kind of a concert you don't want yeah. it every time but when you have it it's yeah just, oh. exactly and all the people that go there they want it in that moment mm. you know they want it that's why they're there yeah. and that's the beauty of so far sounds is that it's amazing for the artists because they have an attentive audience mm-hmm. but it's great for an audience as well because they don't have to if they want to listen to the music they're not at a bar surrounded by heaps of people talking. They can actually hear it. And a lot of the artists actually, you know, talk about their songs and they have a really good time. And, you know, there's like, mm. there's a conversation that happens with the audience. And, yeah, I just I find that really beautiful, especially in people's homes. As I was saying, like, we had, um, we did it in a couple of strange venues, I guess. Actually, we had it in a yoga studio last month and that was amazing man every i think about that every time i go into my yoga studio it's mm. just next door the Iyengar place on gold yeah. street oh big echoing place beautiful yeah, yeah. stage up the front yeah it'd yeah. be lovely yeah we were really really lucky to um to be there but 
Yeah, it's it's funny how um, how the audience dynamic changes depending on the venue. Everyone's all stretching out, sticking their legs out, funny <laughs> angles. And, Downward yeah. dog while Jack yeah, Carty's playing a song. Yeah, sounds lovely. Oh, yeah. I love Jack Carty. Yeah, I yeah, played with him great. in Canberra. He's really wonderful. Mm. Huh. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I, I I'm so lucky to be a part of it. Mm. Yeah, it's really it's awesome. Well, it sounds like it's half luck and half uh, you're just up to your neck in music at all times. As far as I can tell. I mean, what else do you do? You're a radio host? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. I have a radio show called Yeah, Good Thanks. Which is a great, um, name, <laughs> great name for a show. Thank you. Um, I actually... See, the, where that name came from, I actually always wanted a dog. Mm-hmm. And Well, not always. We had cats and that was cool. But um, I, I wanted a dog when I got older. And I wanted to call it Yeah, Good Thanks. Mm-hmm. So that when I was at the park and it was like over the other side, it could be like, yeah, good thanks, <laughs> you know, and it would come to me and everyone would be confused. Yeah, so. so how would you deliver, would it be sit, yeah, good thanks, or would it be sit, yeah, good thanks? Exactly. Um, yeah, good thanks, sit. Ah, I getcha. Oh, yeah. Lead with the name. That's yeah. cool. Um, but anyway, so I didn't get a dog. I got a radio show, and so I decided <laughs> to. Um, but I think the whole, like, yeah, good thanks, it's, it's very... Um, you know, it's very local mm-hmm. and it's Australian, you know, everyone kind of says that. Um, and my show is, I just play Australian music, so oh, yeah, cool. just local stuff. Yeah. yeah, It's great to be able to set up that hierarchy now because we know that people who want kids but can't have them get pets. But now yeah. we know that people who want pets but can't have them get radio shows. That's right. And people who want radio shows but can't get them... Listen to this podcast. Hey! <laughs> Thank you from the audience. I thought I'd leave that joke out there because everyone was thinking it. Yeah, so you're on the radio show, which is great, on Southern... Southern FM. FM, mm-hmm. which, uh, being a relatively new Melbourneite, I was unfamiliar with until I was looking you up. Yeah, look, it's in Mentone. Mentone? Um, that yeah. sounds like a delicious, uh, peppery, pepperminty, refreshing... Like a Mentos. Well, t- <laughs> <laughs> Like like that, but not copyright infringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah well, who came first, Mentos or Mentone? Unknown. I'm not from around <laughs> Probably here. Probably Mentone. Maybe that's where the Mentos factory is. Maybe. Yeah, I mean Walkerville in Canada is called that because they had the Canadian Club factory, and the guy who run, ran that was Hiram Walker, and so yeah. they called after him. Huh. There's a Ford town too, where Ford stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah. Get some Mentos in Mentone. Yeah. So what's the deal actually with Mentone? Is it a lovely um, place? Well, it's it's a, it's a natural. <laughs> It's real. Okay, good. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's Bayside. Mm, romantic, yeah. like Brighton. Yeah, a bit further along. Like so Rosebud. Near, no, a bit further back. So like it's <laughs> Oakley. I like Oakley. Do you know Oakley. So that, no, so, no, but that's close. Yeah, so Mentone. That's the sunglasses. Hmm. That's the sunglasses, right? There's a suburb also called Oakley. Yeah, good. But I wonder if the Oakley factory <laughs> is in Oakley. We can only hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Southern FM is in is in Mentone. Yeah. So would it reach up here if we weren't all digital by now anyway? Nope. Oh. <laughs> well, it, it 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 I don't know. In terms of reception, hmm. um, I've, I've tried to do it over this side of town. Yep. It's hard, mm-hmm. but you can stream it online. Yeah, exactly. That's how I yep. listen to it. It's awesome. Mm. Wow, I'd love my own radio show. That would just be the best. Can you imagine? You're just like hanging out and talking. It. You've got it. Yeah, that's right. But at a place in Mentone, wherever that is. In Men- yeah. Yeah, down the yellow brick road to Mentone. Sounds it's really pretty lovely. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, you know, being in front of the things and yeah, the console. Yeah, the console. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really and cool. having on air and off air. It's yeah. Fun turning that on and off. 
to get used to the thing where you quickly hit a button so you can cough. We don't have that here. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Ooh, we had yeah, sweet call from the but see, this is a great audience, you guys. Yeah, really. I really love an audience. It's a conversation. We yeah. were just saying that. Yeah, it's not just about us. In fact, if you guys want to take over, go crazy. We've got a couple of friends of the show in the audience who have been on the show at home, so they know what it's like. You guys can just just start talking. And Anytime. It'll, it'll be like the real thing. Um, <laughs> speaking of, um, <laughs> and you work in a school. Yeah. That is a music school. Yeah. It's a music college. A music college. Is that like a, a high school for like high-powered music kids? Or is it like for after school? It's for after school. Cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's really fun. I've only been working there for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, before that, I was working in retail and hospitality, which I mm -hmm. really liked, but I just, I've always felt that I just, um, I've wanted to be a part of music all the time. And wow. I've wanted... I, I don't know, I was thinking about what kind of job I might look for in the music industry and then I actually am very, very passionate about education um, and yeah, I saw this job pop up. I'm not actually a teacher there, um, you know, I work with the, like the future students, so the perspectives cool. and I get to go to high schools and talk to young kids about studying music and being a part of music and yeah I really really love it it's really nice to be able to talk to kids honestly about what they want to do yeah because the honestly is the scary bit right like I don't think anybody either understood or understood but spoke to me honestly about it when I was a kid mm -hmm. I mean imagine being told that you're probably never going to earn a living wage if you try to pursue it as a career. Well, that's the thing. This, like is, this is the issue that I'm constantly kind of punching against because, you know, I've... I never studied music, but I've just surrounded myself in it. And, you know, I've, I'm, I love all the things that I'm a part of with, that I have to do with music, and it's possible for people to do that. It's possible for people to be successful in the music industry. It's not... I don't know. I think that lots of... Lots of kids have issues talking to their parents about mm -hmm. studying music. Lots of adults have troubles with their parents talking yeah, about yeah. music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Soz. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess that I, I really like to be able to talk to students, but also parents, and talk to them and, you know, basically tell them that it is okay. You know, every industry is actually really difficult. It doesn't matter. As long as you really love it. Oh, I'm getting all preachy. No, that's why you're perfect for the job, though. That's fantastic. Like, I'm almost convinced now. It's like if I was a school kid anyway. Like well, we offer uh, three bachelor degrees. No. Um, fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, I've already got two. I, I really don't need to spend any more time getting <laughs> up on it. Yeah. Um, but, no, in all seriousness, I, yeah, I, I'm really passionate about education and people doing what they want to do. I've seen so many of my friends kind of do a number of degrees and get to the end and go, um, I hated every minute, minute of that and I'm never going to use it and I'm just going to go do music. Yeah, know? but it's character building. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's not a very good cover, is it? Character I was, building. Mm. I always received it as if it was a good cover whenever I injured myself or whatever and they're like, yeah, it's character building. <laughs> you get dumped and people are like, yeah, it's character building, but really, what is that? Yeah. No, it's character building I'm to work sad. at a school. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just really depressed. Yeah. Yeah. Are um, you are you that are you sort of predisposed to that kind of thing? Are you a, a moper 
Or do you feel like genuinely like badly sad? Or, or anywhere on that wonderful um, spread of the different sad emotions? Do you build your character? Yeah. Do I build my character? Um, when, I'm really, when I'm really tired, mm-hmm. I get quite sad. So not, um, instead of being cranky? Yeah, oh, I get a little bit cranky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my... Yeah, yeah, I just, I just looked at my manager and just went, oh, you know. Um, when, I, when I'm very... Uh, when I'm anxious about something, mm-hmm. I'll either not talk to anybody... Yep. Um, Glad to know you're not anxious about the show. No, it's going oh, right. well. <laughs> yep. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty comfy. Yep. Or I... I'm not irrational, but I guess I just... I get really fidgety and I procrastinate. Oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. I have, mm. like, I have some issues with anxiety, you know, and I have for a, a fair few years, I guess. But one thing that really, really, really makes me sad and has for a really long time is um, old people. Yeah, as in old people that you know or old people in general? Or the idea of Both. being old? No, not really the idea of being old. Like, I know that sounds funny, but, uh, like, for example, a couple of weeks ago... Actually, no, let's take it right back. Um, so... You know, I I think everyone everyone sees this or everyone kind of goes through this in their life, but I don't know why it's necessarily hit me so hard. But, um, you know, I saw my grandfather kind of go through the process of getting old and getting mm-hmm. to the point where... Or seeing him in such an able state when he was younger, you know, like mm-hmm. he was walking every day. He'd go down St Kilda Beach and he'd swim every single day, even in the middle of winter. Whoa. Yeah. It's and like then, fitter, than, fitter than young people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he got to this point where it just kind of slowed down and that mm-hmm. stopped happening and um, got to the point where he wasn't able anymore, you mm-hmm. know, and that whole, like, I know it's just this, like, it's... A circle of life. Um, but, yeah, I guess it was just... It was really painful because I saw him really frustrated, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, it was just so painful for the whole family. Like, my mum and my dad and, you know, like, even my little yeah. brother. My little brother helped him so much. And then, yeah, and I guess it just got to that. And when he passed away, it was like... It was just so sad but I guess it was you know it was kind of a relief for him at the same time mm-hmm. it's like well you know um but now when I see old people in that position where they're so frustrated that they kind of you, you can just t- tell like I saw an old man I was in Adelaide a couple of weeks ago and I saw an old man fall over and it was just like I just I felt physically ill I felt like vomiting you know yeah and all these people kind of surrounded him and I could see like one of his, I don't know, maybe it was his daughter or something, just got really mad at him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, fuck. I mean, we all recognise that's an unreasonable response and mm. she probably does too. Or yeah, we all yeah. five minutes later when she feels horrified yeah. by it. But that's just the response yeah. that's come out of her. Yeah. So anyway, I just had to... I didn't know what to do because it was like, do I stop and do I help? Or No, I feel gross, I feel sick, so I'm just going to keep walking. And when there's already a crowd... All you're doing is, <laughs> yeah. is making, it worse making it worse for him and yep. his family. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just a weird thing that I have. It's just one thing that makes me really sad. And do you respond to that? Like, do you go looking for solace in music or is music a happy thing for you? Music is generally a happy thing for me. Mm-hmm. I find that 
I find it really hard to write sad songs. Well, that's great. I'm glad because there's plenty of sad songs out there already. Yeah, I have written a couple, mm. but they're not... Um, I don't know if I make anyone kind of bull their eyes out or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Most of my songs, James, are just about um, breaking up with people. Uh-huh. But Which in a, is sad, in a, right? Yeah, but in a funny way, you know? Like, not in a, not in a like, I'm really, really sad way. In a, that was nice, but, you know? Or I'm really lonely, but I know that I'm going to be okay, you know? Yeah, cool. Just That's that self-confidence kind of, that comes oh, through. I think That's it's great. more like I just want... I, I mean, I write for myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I... The thing that I love about playing music so much is um, when I can talk about a song and what I wrote it about or mm-hmm. a feeling that I wrote about and then there are people in the audience that go, um, that's my life, you know, nice. or like I know exactly how you feel and I guess I'm in my life, I'm all about relationships and I think that that's why I love music so much because it just builds this amazing community of people and I just get to surround myself with really wonderful and incredibly talented people, you know, whether mm. they're musicians or not. Yeah. Is that musical community, because obviously you live with a couple of really talented performers as yes, well, don't you? Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're putting together So Far Sounds and playing at things like Graceland, it, mm. you're just more and more inculcated in that scene. Did you build up that community? Did that just sort of happen... Uh, over a couple of years or have you been in Melbourne forever and have you known some of these people your whole musical life or how um, did it work for you? I've kind of, well, I've always lived in Melbourne. I lived mm-hmm. in Darwin for a while. Cool. Um, yes, I actually love Darwin. If you have a reason to be there, it's a really good place to be. Oh, like London? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I have spent, uh, yeah, pretty much my whole life in Melbourne and I... It pretty much all comes down to a band called Bonja, actually. Really? Yeah. Because you're, you're on their bill right now, aren't you? Um, I played with them in Adelaide um, yeah, a couple cool. of weeks ago. Yeah. So are they like playing with your idols? Is that what that meant? Nah, they're kind of my best mates. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. even better. Yeah. I mean, yep. it, yeah. I mean, I guess they're my idols. I don't know. Um, nah. Were, I've known them since I was 17. Mm-hmm. I'm now 25. Hey, we've all got stuff going on. No yep. need to show off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, when I first met them, they had just recently moved from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And I met them on the street. I, my friend Sarah and I wagged school. And we, um, you know, you change your clothes because you're going, you're going to the city. Oh, because you had a really, like, swanky uniform that had, would, you would have stood out? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And we had hats, so we had to, like, oh, fold them. And boaters? Yeah. Cool. Mm. Um, I'm just jealous. I wish I'd got to wear a boater at any point in my life without looking like a toff. Like, I wish I had a reason. It's like Darwin. If you've got a reason, boaters are cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but when you're in high school, it's, you know, it's not that cool. No, you're right. Nothing's cool in high school. Mm. But anything part of a uniform. Mm. Anyway. So you're skipping school and you meet some Kiwis. Yeah, so, and we meet some Kiwis. Um, yeah, and I guess they they really opened up a world of music for us. Um, I was just, I just went to gigs all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, another, another really close friend of mine, um, I don't see much anymore, unfortunately, but uh, I met this guy, Pat, um, at the SV when I was probably actually 16. And he, um, I don't know, I was playing pool one night and 
he kind of looked a bit like, I don't know, I was a bit scared of him at first, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, there's people that just don't talk very much and they kind of like sit at the side of the room, you know. Anyway, I started talking to him and um, thank God for this man because he completely opened my eyes up to so much music and so much, um, so many different genres of music as well. Cool. You know? um, he like make me um, play, like he'd make me playlists all the time and just give them to me and we'd go around in his car for hours just listening to music and it's, you know, it's all very yep. romantic and stuff but um, it actually meant a lot to me and so I suppose like a mixture of him and Bonja and like just that love of music and community, I just met people through them, you know, mm-hmm. and it just kind of evolved from there. I don't know, I just love saying yes and love saying hi. That's the show. I'm so glad it cut off at a bit of a cliffhanger moment and not midway through a joke or something. I promise I've figured out the problem and our next interview, which is a real charmer, is complete and unabridged. Get in touch on Twitter at Long By The River or Facebook or even just email us at waitlongbytheriver at gmail.com, whatever works for you. And come along to one of our live shows, first Wednesday of every month at Sun Velvet Morning in Clifton Hill. Happy springtime, Southern Hemispheric listeners, and the rest of you enjoy the autumn leaves. Satanists. And Oh my God. Oh my God. Satanists and Satanists and I met this girl on Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by Wednesday and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday. We chilled on Sunday. Yeah. Tony Abbott's slogan. That's a bit of a political joke there. Sorry. Satanists. Oh, Ooh, good one. we had yes, and um, it rules us all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>